Welcome back to the Broken Mosaic Podcast. So awesome and so uh, privileged to have you uh, take out your precious time and click that button to actually listen to our voices once again. I am Amit Nathaniel. And I'm Vineet Maharaj. And together we are back for episode two of our podcast. Uh, special shout out to anybody listening in India. I think that's so awesome, man, that we get to to reach uh, another continent. Um, sending our love here from California um, as we record this. Uh, just want to let everybody know if um, I know a majority of you probably are uh, catching us on the website, but for those um, people who are looking for other ways to subscribe to us, you can tune in. There are a few ways. Uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud for anybody using their Androids. Um, you can email us at ask at brokenmosaic.com. And mosaic is M-O-S-A-I-X. Uh, email us with any uh, feedback that you may have. Um, tell us what you think. If you disagree with us or if there's any challenges that you may have, that's totally cool too. We're absolutely open for that. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, and you really feel, really feel inspired by this, let us know. Um, we're on Instagram at, at broken.mosaic. Um, and uh, lastly, our website is brokenmosaic.com. And so, uh, ho- again, hope you had a really good week. Um, hope this, this podcast finds you doing great. Um, we want to definitely uh, transfer some of the positive energy uh, over. And if you didn't have a good week, Again, we're really glad that you chose to, to listen to us here um, because tonight's topic is going to inspire you and hopefully add some life to you and, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, you're going to feel, feel better. Um, so we're going to jump right into it tonight. Um, so Vineet actually inspired this week's subject to, uh, matter. Um, this was really heavy on, on his heart. And so we wanted to, to run with that tonight. Um, we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence and uh, emotional competency, cultural competency. Mm. And uh, we're going to be going into kind of diving into a little bit of a description of what that looks like. And uh, we need to tell the audience tonight um, why you chose this this week. Why was this on your mind? Uh, man, this has actually been on my mind for years. Um, oh, there it is. Here's some of this. Since, uh, since as far as back, I actually remember from, uh, being a kid, I, I always fought internally with my brain, my heart, and I didn't know what to choose as far as making decisions, right? And yeah. so sometimes the brain leads you, sometimes your, your, your inner self leads you, sometimes it's led by your gut. And as a kid, I didn't know how to discern from that. Um, and then as an adult, even right now, I struggle with that, even though I'm starting a research my own EI or emotional intelligence, um, but it's never perfect. And so I want to give you a little bit of background of what emotional intelligence is, um, but truly like what the niche passion is of mine, which is ensuring that our kids get some kind of emotional intelligence. Um, so they're, they're able to know their inner self and their inner self work. I think it's very important. Um, and so emotional intelligence helps with that because culturally, being, you know, 
seeing our heritage and our ancestors are from east from India or the Eastern cultures, and we take a lot of the Eastern culture and um, and we we bring it to the West, but we end up you know living with Western culture and Western society, and we forget on how to how to love ourselves. And so, emotional intelligence helps us definitely manage negative emotions and our behaviors and response to them. Yeah, and that's one thing I've I never learned up until about six months ago. Uh, I always knew emotional intelligence was out there, especially in the last like five years, and mindful meditation, which all play a part of it. Yeah, but I always reacted rather than respond, and that's been my way of life for a very long time is being reactive. But emotional intelligence, um. Or the, it's also called EQ, which is emotional quotient, um, t- teaches you how to respond and know yourself and be in tune with your emotions. And as a kid growing up with so much trauma and a dysfunctional household, which I don't blame anyone on, I never learned that because my views of society was I always wanted to be accepted rather than rejected. I would have reached or done anything to get there. Um, so my true passion right now um, and my self-education part lies in emotional intelligence in our school system and our curriculum. It's not there. And it's kind of sad. Not to say that it won't be there, but I kind of wanted to get, get some awareness and speak to it. Um, and, I mean, knowing you, um, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of knowing a little bit about your passion, purpose, and currently what you do. Um, you know, working with high school students and a counselor and changing lives and affecting them, uh, those lives and influencing them. How is it working out in the school system when you're meeting with kids um, and dealing with their emotions? Because I know you do work in suicide awareness and prevention. Tell me a little bit about your background in that and um, kids in regards to emotional intelligence and the culture of it? Yeah, great question. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I've, I've been, uh, for about three and a half years, a uh, mental health specialist uh, in the high school level. Um, and uh, going back before that, I, I my, my degree in college, actually, I did my studies in sociology human services. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so that's a little bit of my, my background, um, educational-wise. And, uh, you know, the study of people, sociology is the study of people. Um, I think a mixture of, of that, along with just being in society, being in our culture, uh, being out in public, uh, and I've always been an observant person. Um, you know, audience, as you can hear, you know, you got two uh, Indian males, you know, in their in their 30s here, and we're so expressive and um, so in tune with our feelings, and at least at least we like to think so. At least we sound like we are. Um, that's not always the case for a lot of people in the, at the high school level. Um, Definitely. You know, I, I, I think of our generation, right? We, we grew up, um, interpersonal communication is massive. I mean, I'm talking about eye contact, we're talking about hand gestures, we're talking about body language, we're talking about listening skills, you know. Um, I think one of the struggles I've seen in the high school level was typically a student will come in and I'll see them in private, one-on-one, and I'll ask them questions specifically um, to talk about their emotions and their uh, mental state. Um, 
And you know what, man? It's, it's overwhelming the the data that's been flowing in, which is a lot of these high school students don't have a very strong awareness of emotional uh, intelligence. Um, they're very desensitized to a lot of the the natural emotion. Um, I think one of the biggest factors is, is you know this age of technology and devices, um, it, which is the exact opposite of interpersonal communication. Um, you're just staring at a screen for hours. I mean, video games have, have massively changed everything. I know you, you had mentioned something, a comment earlier, that what if we had emotional intelligence in our video games? Right. My goodness, well, what, 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 what would that look like? And, um, you know, what about if we can secretly bring an EI into yeah. video games or curriculum without yeah. people knowing it, right? Yeah. Without marketing it to make sure. it so bland. Like, right. oh, why do I need to know my emotions? And I think yeah. that's what a big part of society is, is, yeah. you know, people want to be with the in crowd. Right. Um, and, and if you're not in the in crowd and if you're with your emotions, and if you're not being, you know, you don't want to be expressive. Uh, you don't want to have that voice, which comes, which comes back to leading with emotional leadership, which I'm going to talk talk about here in a little bit. Um, people don't know how to express their voice, and I didn't know how to do it for many years. I still don't know how to do it, and I'm learning as I go. Um, yeah, you know, and I've read some great books um, recently that that talk about emotional intelligence for children and how to develop that, and how to get in tune with that. Um, because that's where my passion lies, and that's where, you know, in our last episode, we kind of talked about my legacy and what I want to leave, is I want kids to be honest with themselves, knowing that they have their voice, and it's okay to speak yeah. voice. Uh, very important to me. Um, but the whole, but the whole, the whole, the whole system or, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's corrupt in our education system. I'm, 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 we've done a lot of work, I think. Um, teachers are by far amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they incorporate their own way of EI into curriculum because mm -hmm. they know that what the reality of this world is. This world is going too fast yeah. for, for our kids to catch up, right? Because they are either too much into games or, you know, I... Not not outdoorsy and things like that. My son, um, bless his soul and his heart, but I love the fact that his mom, um, his mom's family, and even my family have brought him up to be such an emotional, um, self-aware person. And I learn from him every time I see him. And I can never repay anyone back for the values um, that he has. And I've been absent most of his life just just see my own addictions and finding myself. And I'm finally, you know, being able to dedicate that time and resource to him now. And I'm learning some amazing stuff through him because he got that from such great parenting skills from his mom, from, from, from her family. Um, I would love to say my family also. But does every child get that? To be honest with you, no. They don't. I've seen, you know, I've seen kids from all walks of life. Um, and I think it comes down to our school system because there are two places where kids are definitely going to have um, learning knowledge, right? And that either comes from the household 
or that comes from school. Um, or it comes from the from their from their crowd outside of home schools, right? So I'm gonna say three. Um, so say if you're not getting that emotional intelligence at home just because parents or caregivers are not they don't have knowledge of it or they had some trauma coming up, right? Then the school system is definitely the place to get it, but we don't offer that. Japan offers it, great place. Um, Japan has just recently implemented emotional intelligence within the school system, and they've seen a rise in academic performance and leadership skills. And these are our leaders for tomorrow that they're going, right? The UK um, and Europe have implemented a lot of great emotional intelligence curriculum within their school system, and they're seeing the same numbers. And this is all just in our research done. Um, there was a study done that about 1,500 first-year students um, were found significantly higher in interpersonal skills when they're involved in emotional intelligence courses rather than um, students who weren't. These are first-year college students. So it just tells you, I mean, the numbers don't lie, right? At the end of the day, it tells you that emotional intelligence works and not only is a career system looking our executive leadership and careers are looking for it, but, you know, I think society is wanting it, but they just don't know because I've wanted emotional intelligence for the longest time, and I really didn't know that it was already in me. I just needed to unlock that, they call it the soul print for the self-awareness of it. Yeah. So tying it to culture, um, it's a big part of it, and I don't, obviously both of us come from the Indian background, um, and our parents didn't learn this kind of stuff from where they came from, which was the Fiji Island region, our ancestors from India, and I don't blame them, but we're here now, and only we can affect the future, right? And so right. It's, it's about us to bring that awareness. I'm teaching my mom stuff which is amazing to me about her emotions and teaching her, like, I will get up and voice my opinion, like, hey, you shouldn't talk to this individual like that, or you shouldn't think like that because of X, Y, Z factor. And she literally has no comment or response. And I don't think it's not because she doesn't understand. It's because she, it challenges the way of her thinking. And I think that's the most important part right here. Emotional intelligence, if you're doing it right, challenges the way of your thinking and your belief system. When it comes to our kids, um, I researched two main values that they need to learn um, in order to just basic emotional intelligence skills. First is active listening, and the second is self-awareness. I think, I think self-awareness should be first because they need to know of their emotions and how you get their self-talk. I talk to myself every time. I talk to myself as I'm emotionally speaking. And it may seem weird, but it works for me. But I mean, from your standpoint, um, knowing that you've worked in the school system and you know, part of your passion is to be involved in influence kids, um, why do you think right now emotional intelligence is important for teens? Well, um, because right now we're facing such a uh, 
a horrible pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not talking about coronavirus or COVID-19. Oh. There's another pandemic that has begun in the midst of COVID-19, which is the kids that have been home and sadly have been victims of, uh, you know, abuse, uh, mm-hmm. physical neglect, um, you know, just in our county alone here, San Joaquin County, um, uh, you know, we've seen rises every month in terms of uh, child protective services, claims, inquiries, um, police uh, visitations to the homes. Um, there's more domestic violence happening, and children are seeing that. Um, wow. It's so sad uh, what's, what's happened. That's of course, we're already dealing with a global pandemic already. That, that's worse enough as it is, but now you're dealing with inside home issues, behavioral issues. And uh, I think this emotional intelligence, man, uh, a lot of the kids are not being taught that they can process their feelings and their emotions because clearly if the parents are doing it flat, flat out in front of them, not having any censorship, not doing it behind closed doors, then you've got you to better believe the parents don't care about the child expressing their emotions in a healthy way. And as an outlet. So I think more than ever, man, this is so critical to bring in wherever level it needs to be, to be done, um, good teaching about uh, emotions that, you know, you don't have to, you know, we've heard the classic, um, hey, guys don't cry. You know, tough guys don't cry. Oh, you know, yeah. Men don't cry. You my know. son says that to me. He's all like, big boys don't cry. Big boys don't and, cry. There you go. And my rebuttal is, you know what, some they do. They and do. it's okay to cry. Hey. Jesus wept. The sort of scripture in the Bible. I mean, it's it, it's incredible how people don't think that guys can show emotion and they try to hide it. And we've been doing this for decades, man, generations of this. Well, I mean, it took me thirty-one years to finally say, you know what? It's okay to be broken and vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay to show emotion. It's okay to, you know, have this masculinity but still have the self-confidence and still drop a tear and until i was able to say that and until i was able to look outside this box of a perception that i created you know there 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 was no saving me and so i mean i I think you you would notice um from and you've seen me at certain different stages of life especially you know since last year Hopefully, the power has grown, and I don't say that with boasting attitude. I just say that because I have some emotional intelligence. So that was so yeah. confident. Big growth. Uh, imagine if our kids can do that at the yeah. age of fifteen or sixteen. Oh. Um, because Endless you know potential. what? I, right. You know what I've learned. Um, a lot of the biggest companies in the world right now, Fortune five hundred companies, Fortune one hundred companies, they are looking for the best people who have this life skill, mm. emotional intelligence, or the Wow. At one point in time, IQ was known as the rating system for all intelligence, right? Wow. So check this out. EQ, which is emotional quotient, is actually, if not equal to or more than the IQ right now um, in this time, based on research. So... Um, these tests that, these um, aptitude tests and personality tests that um, companies give are including emotional uh, intelligence questions, uh, questions in them without people even knowing. So 
it's on a radius scale, obviously, on how well they do emotionally, um, because it's not about cognitive behavior um, as much anymore, um, which, which is still important. Um, but people want to, you know, businesses want to see if your brain and emotions can communicate together. And I'll tell you one thing. Mine, mine didn't, and it still doesn't. And I, I think you can be a witness to that where I've called you so many times just in distress. And, yeah. you know, sometimes the best advice in the world for you has been the sun will still come up tomorrow. Mm. Right? Um, I've, I've heard this wonderful statement um, from a book I'm reading. Um, and it ties back to our ego. And I think emotion, being emotionally intelligent is able to let our ego rest in peace while we grow more self-awareness of ourselves and create this inner being that is serving the world and um, doing the greater good, right? Yeah. And so the saying goes, as we go to sleep, our ego goes to sleep. But as we wake up, our ego becomes a person. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the most EIF to me, and this is only my standard, it's not about just knowing your inner self. It's about knowing your ego, um, being able to incorporate meditation in that, mindfulness in that, and being able to say no. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest part of it is our kids are being sucked into this vacuum um, because of society and media, and there's a big part of it that involves media psychology that's a growing field right now, um, is that kids are not able to say no, um, and it's, it's it's peer pressure, right? It, it, mm. Yeah. You can you can have the good works done at home, but remember your kids leave home for eight hours at least. And right now is the best time to teach your kids some emotional intelligence because guess what? Most of the Western United States is home teaching their kids. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the Eastern part, but at least yeah. South, you know, yeah. some of the states is. So, you know, that, that, that lies a little bit with my passion today and that, why I wanted to bring that up. Um, I believe emotional intelligence is a, a growing field right now that's been so much research done into it from a lot of different countries, a lot of different um, just influencers, doctors, people, you know, that have, have done their life work into this. And I've, I've read some couple of great books that will be on our resource section here hopefully in the next week once we can uh, get that live and going um, as far as, you know, how to handle the child when it comes to emotional intelligence and communication, but even yourself. Um, psychology is growing. And today's psychology is growing. It's involving mindfulness and emotional intelligence in it. Yeah. Um, imagine if your kid can have an argument with someone, but I, but five minutes later, be able to understand why that yeah. argument happened, recognize, and make up with that person and never have that happen again and build a lifelong friendship or partnership with an individual, whether it's a friendship level or a career level. Uh, with colleagues, because at the end of the day, what are conflicts? It's just ego. Yeah, right? it's all involved in one. Um, 
So thank you, um, audience, for just listening to my take on emotional intelligence and our education system. Um, I know there's a lot of advocate groups out there right now trying to bring more EI to our curriculum, but I think the best way to do it is involve EI without people. Um, because that's way that, you know, honestly, that's how kids learn the best, I believe, right now, is that's cognitive behavior. And if you look at it, you know, if you, if you, if you can secretly involve EI instead of killing characters, on a video game through gun violence and things like that. What about if we're to have some emotional games without kids even knowing that it was teaching them some relationship skills? Um, without kids knowing it was teaching them EI or EQ skills. You can do it. We can do it. Because at the end of the day, we're all one. Everyone has a story. Um, our personalities are different. Our ways of thinking of different. That's why a team is always the best way to build something new, is because there's a different viewpoint and um, different emotional intelligence involved in every in, in every person. So, Amit, I want to take the time. Thank you, audience. Thank you for listening to me. Amit, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Um, audience, if you have any questions, um, any disagreements, or any advice for us. Please let us know. There is uh, there is an anonymous section where you can just go on our website and um, enter your name um, and our message and shoot it over to us if you want. Uh, we really want to be able to touch lives, especially for kids, teenagers, and even adults. Um, I'm doing some great work on my end just to build my own life skills, so we can bring you some great content. And um, I know Amit's passion. Amit's passion is definitely about people and human beings and kids as much as any of us. And so, I mean, thank you um, just for being part of Broken Mosaic and, um, you know, part of my life. Oh, wow. You're welcome. Thank you so much, man, for that awesome, um, just uh, the realness and honesty, man. Uh, I'm so humbled and um, appreciative. I take it, you know, very seriously. and I never take it for granted, man. Um, our friendship and you know now uh, being podcast partners here um, you know uh, audience you know if, if you're um, like we mentioned earlier you know we're, we're broken this is a broken mosaic podcast there's a reason why we gave that title to this um, to this podcast and um, what I just want to to share um, regarding if you if you find yourself in a place that you're unhappy in life um if you're, you know, just frustrated that uh, you've been trying to do things the right way, you've been trying to grow, you've been, you've been maybe expecting yourself to be in a certain place and you're not in that place right now, um, you're, you're behind schedule in, in some way, shape, or form, um, I just want to, you know, first of all, for, foremost, tell you that uh, um, there will be moments where I will share uh, parts of my faith and I, I want to share something. Uh, through scripture. There's a scripture um, where God talks to his followers and um, as I share these, I want, I want to kind of just make a disclaimer that every every podcast that you may hear me tap into my, my spiritual side, uh, please know that if you don't identify with, with faith at all um, or following Christ or even if, you, if, you, if you're an atheist, you don't believe in God, just know that you don't have to believe in this to belong to this. 
I want the audience to know that tonight. Every single person here. Listening. Can I chime in real quick? Jump in, man. Please do. You know, I, I totally agree with what you say. Um, yeah. I, I do believe our audience is going to be from all parts of the world, and you do not have to believe in anything. Yeah. But just have faith in yourself, or at least there in yourself. Absolutely. Um, Beautiful. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I believe there's a lot of things, but to connect to an audience that's just from a different part, I want to let you know that you do have energy within yourselves, and mm. um, there, there's a side of yourself that you can connect with. And that, that's kind of just all I wanted to say. Um, mm. If you don't Very believe good. in anything, um, believe in yourself. Be there it is. You. Sure. Beautiful. Thank you, man, for that. Um, so again, you know, um, jumping back into the emotional intelligence part. If you feel, you know, um, embarrassed in any way that you don't have it, uh, if this has highlighted things and brought out things, remember our intention was never to, to bring you down in any way um, or condemn you in any way. But I want to uh, just share a scripture that um, really speaks to this emotional intelligence and or the lack thereof or just feeling broken in any way, shape, or form. Um, it is written and is spoken that in our weakness, in our most lowest weakness, in our lowest moment, that is where God's power shines the brightest. And you don't hear a lot of people say that. You don't. I know that most humans don't think that every day. And it might be kind of confusing to hear that. Um, you might be wondering, well, you know, well, if God's so good, then why is he allowing me to be in this place? Where is his power? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's when we do share or the realness of being broken or our emotions are not where they should be, where we have failed. Uh, and remember, failure doesn't mean that, you know, when you fail, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. We're all going to fail at some point or another, but that doesn't mean we're failures. Um, right. In our bo- most weakest moment, and that can be emotionally intelligent, you know, weak, God is always the strongest and he is the greatest. And he shines through those moments. And, uh, you know, my prayers are always for each and every one of you in the audience every week. Um, just know that you have that solid commitment from me. Um, but I do hope that you can experience this maybe in the next few weeks um, and find this for yourself because remember it's always about a journey. Um, should never believe in anything just because we're telling you to. We want you to experience it because that's where the true power lies. Definitely. And uh, again, just want to thank you guys so much for listening into this week's uh, podcast. Uh, remember that you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Castbox, um, and uh, we're on Instagram at, at broken dot mosaic. And uh, have a blessed week this week. Take care of yourselves. Um, be healthy, be whole, be well, and uh, we cannot wait to uh, be with you again uh, for the next session. Take care of yourself. Thank you, everyone. Um, I want to leave you with one final word. Talk to yourself. When you wake up, talk to yourself. Just don't look in the mirror. Tell yourself good morning. Talk to the squirrels out there. Teach your kids to talk to the plants. And, um, you know, if you can't believe in yourself, if you can't believe in a higher power, believe in faith. Believe in hope, believe in love. Love you guys. I'm love. Thank you.